I've been in security for many, many years. And every job that I've been in, I was just wondering where all the women were. After my experience in that degree, so much self-doubt set in. So I saw Liz putting up her hand a lot and I went, wow, who is that girl? And somebody said, oh, well, that's Liz. The whole reason why I'm still here, aside from, you know, learning from my earlier experiences, is because I have that support network. I've got women I can talk to about my experiences who understand what I'm going through. This is Level Up, a podcast produced by LaunchVic, where you'll hear from leading Victorian entrepreneurs and their mentors with the goal of sharing their stories and encouraging you to consider the impact a mentor could have on your personal growth. I'm your host, Adam Jaffrey, and in this podcast, you'll hear from some of the most successful startups in the country and the mentors who've helped them avoid stagnation, scale their businesses, and in today's case, navigate a male-dominated industry. It's been valuable to me to have Jackie as a mentor because I've been in a situation before where I had no mentor and I had no support. I ended up leaving or stopping doing something that I really loved doing. That's the voice of Liz Bonney, and she's talking about a moment here in her past that had a huge impact on her. Now, we'll come back to this story soon, but on today's episode, you'll hear from Liz and her mentor, Jackie Lestow. Now, Liz and Jackie are both powerful women working in the male-dominated industry of cybersecurity. And today, you'll hear about some of the challenges they've faced and the lessons they've learned along the way. The security industry is quite predominantly male. And what we want to do is we want to drive a lot more women to join and pursue a career in cybersecurity and security because it's such a great area. That's Liz's mentor, Jackie. Now, on other episodes of this podcast, we usually start with the mentee's story. But on today's episode, you'll hear about what a mentor can gain from these relationships as well, because that's an aspect that is just as important. So let's stay here with Jackie for a bit. My background is that I have been in technology for a really, really long time. Revealing that would probably tell my age, so I won't be saying that. I studied information systems at university and one of my first jobs out was working at an IT help desk and as a Unix administrator. I've also worked as a security consultant for many years, most of that being overseas. Most recently, I've been working at ANZ, now at Synth Security. So after working in all these roles, Jackie is now the head of product at a startup called Cinch Security. So Cinch is a startup that helps small businesses with their cybersecurity. I get to speak to customers, small businesses that really need help with cybersecurity, and we really help find out, okay, what, what are their risks and what we can do to really help them, because a lot of them really need a lot of assistance. When I was working at you know, large corporates and in consulting, I really saw that there was a lot of small businesses that just don't know where to go when it comes to cybersecurity. So I thought it would be really great to work with a company that helps in that space. So Cinch Security is doing really important work in cybersecurity in the startup space. But Jackie is actually the founder of another startup, one called the AWSN. The Australian Women in Security Network, or AWSN, as we sometimes refer it to, uh, is um, 
Actually, it's quite funny. A lot of people were saying, why don't you make it an M so it's awesome? Now, despite the gag, the AWSN really is awesome. You'll soon hear how impactful mentoring networks like this one can be, and how, without this kind of support, important opportunities can be missed. But first, let's get to know Liz a little better. My name is Liz Bonney, and I'm a cybersecurity engineer at ANZ. As a cybersecurity engineer, I protect people by protecting our technology. So today, Liz is now working within the cybersecurity industry. However, at this point in the story, she's still studying at university. Now, when Liz and Jackie first crossed paths, Jackie was established in security, and she's on the panel at a cybersecurity industry event. Now, interestingly, Liz made quite an impression on Jackie without even speaking to her. So she doesn't even know this. This is going to be embarrassing. So I saw Liz putting up her hand a lot and I went, wow, who is that girl? And somebody said, oh, well, that's Liz. I went, okay, well, I have to go and approach her. Every talk that happened, she was there asking questions and I went, wow, this girl really knows her stuff. She's very intelligent. She's very enthusiastic, very passionate about this subject. And I saw a lot of potential in her. When we then started to have one-on-one conversations, I realised that, you know, there was a lot in Liz that I could help nurture and help support and to kind of be her, I guess, cheer squad (laughs) in a way. So Jackie is blown away by Liz's courage. And this moment is the seed of their relationship taking root. Now, Liz obviously wanted to get something from attending this event, but was it her goal to find a mentor? I wanted to learn as much as I could, but I also wanted to connect with people there as well because my views upon, you know, women in technology have kind of been influenced by some of my prior experiences even before entering the industry and I wanted to connect with people who had had similar experiences to me. Let's press fast forward now and move further into the story. It's important to mention here that Liz was still at university at this point in time, but it's clear that she wants to get into cybersecurity. But how do you get there? I and a group of girls from all different universities in Melbourne had been attending these Capture the Flag workshops, which were being run by a penetration tester who was working locally in Melbourne. Penetration testing is where an organisation has given permission to a qualified person usually to basically conduct testing of their infrastructure, their applications, their software, it could be any of those things, to try and discover security vulnerabilities or to see if those vulnerabilities are exploitable. And unfortunately, this penetration tester, she fell ill. There were about 15 of us who had kind of accumulated attending these sessions and we were just kind of left a bit stranded because we, we didn't really know what else there was except for penetration testing. We wanted to learn more about cybersecurity. We wanted, you know, we were having so much fun with the Capture the Flag competition that, you know, we wanted it to keep going. So that's when I took the initiative to reach out to Jackie and ask her, hey, you know, like, what else can we learn about cybersecurity? As Jackie is about to describe... Apparently, the situation that Liz and her friends have found themselves in is quite a common problem for women working in cybersecurity. During that time, I was speaking at universities and a common thread kept coming up. 
One girl came up to me once and she just said, look, thank you so much for coming to speak. I had no idea that there was other women working in security, but also that there were there were so many different types of jobs out there. I just thought it was penetration testing. So that's when I really realised, and speaking to Liz and um, the 15 girls, at university, a lot of the time they think that maybe it's just penetration testing and there's only certain roles that are available to them. A lot of them also were told by male students, why are you pursuing a career in, in cybersecurity or IT? You're a girl. So we really wanted a way to be able to connect these girls that were studying universities so that they could then meet other girls that are in the same position and they could together build a relationship with each other and have more confidence when they go to conferences, when they go to pursue certain areas of security or they go to different workshops. Remember how, at the beginning of this episode, Jackie spoke about her goal of supporting and inspiring women to work in cybersecurity. Now, you might be beginning to see from this example why a network such as the AWSN is so important. I asked Jackie how she became involved in this area in the first place. I mean, I've been in security for many, many years, and every job that I've been in, I was just wondering where all the women were. It's such a great and really interesting area, and having different people with different perspectives is really important. I really wanted to get more women involved in security and The aim is to show people that there's different roles and different jobs that you can actually have out there and connecting all the women that are in different organisations together as well and hopefully inspire the new generation to pursue a career in cybersecurity. And it was through this goal of inspiring the next generation that Liz stepped up and became properly involved with the AWSN. And as part of it, we have not just the events, but we also have a lot of different initiatives, one of which is the AWSN Cadets, which is an initiative that Liz and myself co-founded in 2017. Now, let's go back to that story that Liz told from the beginning of the episode. So we know that Liz had to give something up that she loved. And as she's reflecting on it, she thinks things might have been different if she'd had a mentor at the time. So what was this thing that she loved that she had to give up? I used to write music and I used to be really passionate about writing music. I had an ability called Perfect Pitch, which made it very easy for me to do oral tests and stuff. I managed to get 100% on my school leaving score for composition in the music test, which is insane. (laughs) I don't think they ever gave 100% before. But when I went to uni for the first time, I feel so embarrassed now about it, actually, still. But a group of 19-year-old boys put me off doing something that I loved doing because they had some very toxic behaviour. They would make fun of other people's work. I I didn't want to show them any of my work because I saw the way they were treating other people around them, including each other. It was just an environment that I wasn't expecting. I was hoping to meet like-minded people like myself who were just there for the love of, but unfortunately that's what I encountered. But some of the behaviours that I saw in those 19-year-old boys back then, I see today 
in the IT industry and in the cybersecurity industry. Back then, when I was 19, I was living out of home. You know, I didn't have any family around me. I didn't have any friends because I was in such a small class of, of boys. And they were mostly boys as well. In my composition class, there were no girls. And I was just completely alone. So this is why mentors are important. Maybe if I had had a good mentor back then, maybe things would have been different. I finished my degree. I didn't quit it, but I just couldn't handle writing music again. I just was so put off. Wow. I wanted to bring Jackie in here to ask how she felt hearing Liz talk about that time. It makes me really sad because I know what a great person she is and it's unfortunate that she had to give up something that she's passionate about just because of external factors. The fact that it wasn't in her control to be able to continue with something that she loves. At the same time, I'm grateful because you're in cybersecurity and we have a great asset to, you know, our workforce because of you, because of that. And this is where Liz and I, you know, our backgrounds slightly differ and in a way we complement each other. So I've been lucky enough throughout my career, I haven't had issues with um, my male colleagues or people that I work with. These types of issues that do happen to the likes of Liz, Liz is not alone. This happens quite often. And it's about how do we support all those women that are out there in those organisations, some of them are alone. How do we help them and support them and bring them to a better place? I want to touch on this story once more before we finish the episode today, because despite Liz giving up music, there is a surprising end to this tale. But before we do that, I want to come back to the topic of, despite some of the tough situations Liz has experienced, through Jackie's help and the support she's found through the AWSN, she's found her way through. The whole reason why I'm still here, aside from, you know, learning from my earlier experiences, is because I have that support network. I've got women I can talk to about my experiences who understand what I'm going through, and in turn... You know, I can support them when they're going through the same issues. If it wasn't for the support network, if it wasn't for AWSN or the friends that I've met through it, if it wasn't for Jackie as well as my mentor, I would not still be here today probably. (laughs) Because it's not just women who are supportive. It's so important to have everyone else's support as well. All of it works together to make the industry a better place. In previous episodes, we've spoken about how, more often than not, mentoring relationships tend to form very organically. There's never a, will you be my mentor moment. And this is definitely the case for Jackie and Liz. The foundation of their relationship is one that's built on friendship. Sure, Jackie and Liz work together at the AWSN, but they also have informal catch-ups and phone calls outside of work. And Liz really relies on Jackie's advice to navigate the challenges of the cybersecurity landscape. Now let's go back to that friendship that their relationship is built on. When you listen to Jackie and Liz talk to each other, it's so clear that there is more than just business here. I actually think Jackie was always there. And at the time, I just didn't realise because I didn't fully understand what a mentor was. Sometimes you kind of go through life with a certain idea of how things should be in your head or you know, certain expectations perhaps, 
you think, you know, a mentor should be a certain way or do certain things. There was a cybersecurity event there and that's sort of where it clicked. Like I had known Jackie at that point for two years and it kind of dawned on me that, oh, actually Jack Jackie is a mentor. <laughs> I kind of didn't realise because sometimes you think that the relationship should be more structured than it is perhaps. I mean, maybe that's sort of what I was expecting. Another thing that I was expecting was that, you know, maybe they need to be exactly in, you know, the, the field that you were trying to pursue. But it's not necessarily the case. I think this mentor-mentee relationship has formed because of shared interests and values, as well as mutual kind of benefits that may arise from the relationship as well. Something that's come up throughout this series is that mentor-mentee relationships are not always well-defined. For instance, you might cross paths with someone at a random industry event, and then you meet them and connect, and you catch up, and then you catch up again, and then you catch up a third time. And then one day, you realise, hey, Jackie's my mentor. I asked Liz if this is what happened here. I would say so. I mean, it just, with human relationships in general, a lot of the time they do take time to develop. Even if you click really well at the start, time always kind of enriches that initial kind of bonding, I would say. I was just also going to just add that I think a lot of people think it's kind of like boyfriend-girlfriend thing. You're saying, will you be my boyfriend or my girlfriend? And there's this whole formal aspect to it, whereas what you mentioned, Adam, is it's organic. Like you have to click with the person in order for a mentor or mentorship to really work. To really flourish, yeah. Now, in this next section, I want you to really listen closely to Liz and Jackie speak to each other. As with every episode in this podcast series, I asked them each if there's anything they'd like to say to one another that they haven't said before. And you can really feel the heartfelt care that they feel for each other. I think this is a great indication of just how powerful these mentor-mentee relationships can be in both participants' lives. I think I want to reiterate why you're so awesome, Jack. (laughs) You've been there as a friend for me. You've helped me professionally with my career. You've, You've really helped me in so many ways. It's like, I don't even know where to start. I I, I really don't know where to start. As a mentor, you've provided me with really good advice. As a friend, you've always been there for me. Even if I'm being a bit silly or something, like you never, you never judge me for it, which I appreciate. I value your creativity. I I really respect that. I value your open-mindedness as well. You're very open to new ideas, Jackie which is something I also really love about working with you. (laughs) I feel quite emotional with what Liz just said. I feel the same way. The friendship that we've developed has been really strong and really important in my life as well. Liz has been there for me for the last few years that we've been, you know, working together in the AWSN. One thing you have to know is that AWSN, we do that in our spare time, which is at night time, a lot of the time, and weekends. And that's pretty hard when you've got a, I had a very full on job previously. And obviously with a family, that's quite hard. And Liz was there a lot of the time to really have my back. And I knew that I could trust her. So I would give her lots of different things that I knew that she could could get on and, and do. By giving her that responsibility, I also was trying to help her 
you know, learn to speak to some of the senior stakeholders that we were talking to at AWSN to be able to help manage a team. And so inadvertently um, teaching her, you know, different skill sets as well outside of what she gets at work and also at the same time guiding her. Now, I want you to think back to what I spoke about at the start of the episode. What does the mentor gain from their mentee? Because as we've seen in previous episodes, a mentoring relationship is often reciprocal and each party comes away with a net gain. Often when we think about mentors, there's this assumption that a mentor is a person who holds some knowledge that'll help us overcome whatever challenges we face. But over the course of this series, you've heard that these relationships are much more nuanced. We've heard examples of mentors and mentees who have demonstrated that in order for these relationships to work, it's more about what you give to them than what you get from them. Here, Jackie gives a great example of what she's gained as a founder from her relationship with Liz. I don't think AWSN would still be in existence if it wasn't for your support, Liz. I really don't. You helped me through so many hard times and I don't know how I could ever repay you for that. It's your baby as much as it is mine (laughs) and everyone else that's, I mean, like we have a lot of really hardworking volunteers, but Liz, I mean, you worked really hard. So all those hours. It's worth it though. Particularly seeing the cadets program still going strong and all the leaps and bounds that AWSN has made now, you know, something really special about Jackie as well. Jackie has this amazing ability of bringing people together. People of all different backgrounds, beliefs, values, you're able to connect with them all. And I think that's is like the organisation for women in the security industries is because of Jackie. It's a real gift. And, you know, Jackie, you've, you've done so much good for us all, not just me, but for every woman in the security industry in Australia, either directly or indirectly. Yeah, I don't think, no, even if you're feeling sad or down. No, I'm crying now. Look at what you've achieved. And it's it's had lasting impacts. You know, there have been people like me who've been managing to grow their careers. There, there are others who've managed to change careers. It's absolutely incredible. Sorry, that's quite emotional. Um, that was really touching. Thank you, Liz. Now let's come back to that story about Liz and her passion for music. Despite her having to give up music, for now, she's found another outlet for her creative expression. And this might surprise you. The way I feel when I've had to write code, you know how it makes me feel? It makes me feel like I'm writing music again. That's the feeling I get from being in this industry and from doing this. I'm passionate and I feel like I'm making a difference. I am very grateful. Thank you, Jackie. You've been listening to Level Up, a show about the personal and professional growth of some great Australian entrepreneurs and startups and the mentors who've helped them along the way. Level Up is produced by LaunchVic. LaunchVic exists to support the growth of the Victorian startup ecosystem. If you're interested in mentoring or you'd like to learn more about LaunchVic, visit the website at launchvic.org. Production assistance on Level Up is provided by Wavelength Creative. I'm your host, Adam Jaffrey, and I'll speak to you next time.